building a fizzer Both wanna be right, lose sight Can't cut with one blade in a scissor are you willing to go away when I want you to stay? But you still well, you've call done me it. up every found it in a giant sea of cool podcasts. You found the podcast that kicks the cool to the curb. Welcome to Kick the Cool. I'm the big sister Shishi. And I am the big little brother Tone. Now you've done it. Look at what you've done. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm your little Who little brother you? Wopsle. <laughs> <laughs> and if that's, that's how you sounded, that's how you sounded like they and were in this, trouble. <laughs> this is the place where we give you the reviews you didn't know you needed. And if I sound a little rusty, it's because we've been away for freaking forever. Oh my goodness! Should we talk about that first? Just our our, our yeah, absence. Let's, let's do it. Yeah, let's see where it takes us. <laughs> so, uh, what did you guys do on your summer vacations? I got new red glasses <laughs> and got a new job, and I bought a table for my puzzle. Wow! A dedicated nice. puzzle table. You've been super busy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ergo, it's been what seven weeks since we recorded last. <laughs> So. Well, for my for for a large portion of my uh, summer vacation, I actually have been in quarantine because I went I went went to a doctor's appointment and it was my first contact, you know, with people really in a while. And so I went to this doctor's appointment, and then a couple of days later, I had a fever. Oh, so uh, I my, my my roommate said, um, "You need to go quarantine in the bedroom right now, and you can't come out." And I was like, you're right. Yeah. And so, I, so I've so i been in this room, the room I'm recording in right now, for about two weeks. So I don't know what version of me you're going to get because I'm pretty stir crazy right now. So what you're saying is we should have recorded every single day for the last two right. weeks. <laughs> yes, I would have liked that. You know, on my summer break, I went to the drive-in, actually, and someone left me there. I was stranded. And... Would you would you believe everybody said that I was a fool? I was branded as such, oh, and I was just like, really? oh, "I have to go to school on Monday, and what is everyone gonna say Monday at school?" Man, stranded at the drive-in, branded gonna say, a fool. Sandy. So that was my no, summer that's what time. You say. Yeah, I'm in misery. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. I don't know that where that little... came from, but I'm glad it came. Yeah. So I'm really not That's mad. Good. I know you guys said I sounded mad. I'm not mad. I'm just. You like, did it. What? You did it. Well, I think that I would like to talk about uh, quitting right up front because I, I feel like I have quit a bunch of stuff since I, I had to quit my second job to take this new, better job. But that means that I, you know, I have to leave this place that I love. I had to quit the library, guys. Right. Mm. I love the library. Yeah. That was the library was for you like a big, uh, you know, a big change in your life where it was like moving forward out of the old space. You yes, know? and it, it's really great. Sometimes it's really good to quit things, and other times it's you know bittersweet, and other times it's terrible. But um, I don't know. Did you guys quit anything over your summer breaks? Uh, Tony, I know you you quit you quit seeing people. So yeah, <laughs> um, 
Well, you know, uh, the second week of August. So this whole time we've been, you know, dealing with COVID for over a year and a half now. And, and this whole time I had been pretty steady not having COVID. So the second week of August, I tried quitting that, <laughs> quitting not having it. Right. <laughs> quitting not having it. Yeah. Yes. And uh, after a couple of weeks of having it, I went straight back to not having it. I couldn't keep that, keep that, couldn't keep quitting it, not having it. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't good for me. It was not a fun experience. Well, another thing I quit was uh, I quit, I quit not drinking pop. So oh, I went really? Back to drinking soda pop all pretty much every day. It's like, <laughs> why? I don't know. It just gets in there. It's they put cocaine in it, you know. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So now, now are we, I need are we to talking snort about full some... flavor. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so now I need to snort some Pepsi. Oh no. Uh, no. So anyway, well, I'm really glad that we're back in the swing of things. Um, hey, because can... we didn't quit the podcast. You might have thought we quit the podcast, but right. we didn't. Right. Hey, can I tell so, a, can I tell a quick snorting story that I'm certain will never have a chance to come up on this podcast, except for since you've brought it up, she. Oh, I was going to review snorting next week. <laughs> okay, I'll save it then. No, <laughs> no, go ahead. It'll be all right. Go okay, ahead. very short story. <laughs> One time, me and my friend Cato, which you guys know, um, thought it would be fun and cool to snort pixie sticks for some reason. So we did that. Right. Which Why that alone you? is not that crazy of a story, right? A lot of kids have snorted pixie sticks. But it, crazy, but it burned but yeah. so bad. Here was the logic we went with. In order to keep it from burning, we needed to wash it out. So we right. filled up a bowl with tap water and we snorted water mm-hmm. in order to flush out the pixie sticks. <laughs> so we almost drowned. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like the old lady who swallowed the fly. Right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like oh now God. we got to do this well, because of that. Yeah, you we, know, okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, so you, it burns so bad because it has a lot of citric acid in it. Mm. Did you know that? Well, I mean, citric acid straight up, and then you washed it all the way back into your sinuses. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and not to mention just inhaled water, which is like on the top two or three things you're not supposed to do as a human. Yeah. But we just filled yeah. up a bowl and got a straw and just stuck that stuff oh right up in the, in the old nose. Okay. Yeah. I snorted baking soda once in science class. Wow. It didn't hurt. It was fine. Anyway. Isn't it funny that his Let's kids were like, on. this looks vaguely like drugs. Let me snort it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> oh, I know what to do with that. Well, you know, Nancy Reagan showed us what all the paraphernalia was for. So right. <laughs> we were ready to go. <laughs> now I snort baking soda. Oh, man. Okay, Tony, you've got to get us out of this hole that we just dug ourselves into. Please tell me what you brought as the first review topic back from summer vacation. Wow. Oh, man. This is huge. This is huge. Well, and I want to drill down and get very specific. Um, This is going to be a very specific topic that, uh, yeah. And and so we're going to review doors. And I'm not talking about just a wooden door in your house and i'm not talking about just a garage door i'm not talking about the band the doors i'm talking about all of it and so what's great is whenever we do this whenever we have a topic like this it's like where will we land 
mm-hmm. always amazed to see what segment of this broader topic are we going to end up drilling down on. Mm-hmm. So doors, guys, doors. Pops, so what do you think about doors? My, my first thought of doors I go to is doggy doors. Because the house I live in right oh. now is the first time I have a doggy door. And I love doggy doors. That's pretty great, you know? And, like, I'm now too big to fit through the doggy door, which is sad. But I have kids that can fit through the doggy door, a dog who can fit through the doggy door. I also have an irrational fear that a raccoon is going to, or an opossum is going to come in through that door someday. That's right. Um, that's right. But that's what I, that's, when I'm thinking of doors, <laughs> those are the first doors I think of. I don't think that's an irrational fear, by the way. Well, so no. I think that's a- <laughs> no. I've chased many a, a possum off my porch with a broom, so I feel they, like if, they do come up if, into your space. Yeah, if those guys had any sense at all, they'd be rummaging, looking for doors, looking for doggy doors all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody right. knows possums are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> right. Everybody knows. I would that. be bumping my nose against the bottom of every door in existence, right? Like, yeah. is this a do- doggy door? Is that? <laughs> yeah. No. No. I'd be looking for them. Yeah. Well, Shishi, what do you think about doors? The The first thing I think about when you talk about doors is sort of related to the doors because I think they called themselves the doors because they were opening doors to other consciousnesses. Right, right. I have this vague feeling that that's kind of a, that, you know, that's like a, a pop culture thing that everybody knows what it is, but I can't pinpoint where I saw it or heard about it but that's what i think of i think of opening the doors of your mind of your mind right yes wow and you and which which is very helpful if you snort some baking soda uh it helps maybe that's what happened that's yeah. maybe that's where i heard about it you snorted that in science class and immediately said play me the doors play me some doors in fifth grade my life was changed my entire personality flipped the evil Sherry came into this world. You know that I destroy the night. Sorry. Um, I don't think we're really talking about the doors, though. We're talking about, I mean, we've got a lot of different aspects of doors. Um, it's it makes me it feels like a very sherry topic. Do you feel that she that this is a this is right down your alley? Sort of. I mean, usually my topics don't, even if I think they're multifaceted, they turn out to be just two-dimensional. <laughs> uh, they're multifaceted in my mind, and then you guys are like, oh, that's a door. Yeah, I think of doors. Yeah. We're like, yes, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's got a handle house. on it. Like, I don't know what else you yeah. want me to say. Yeah, sometimes they're red. That's pretty crazy, right? Oh, wow. Ours is, mine is orange right now. Oh. Oh, orange. Yeah, straight up orange. The end. <laughs> That's the All end right. of the topic. good topic. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. great. No, um, but it is kind of a mundane thing that has, yeah, I would say it's mine. I love to uh, try to delve into the mundane. Hey, can I ask you guys something about car doors? Because growing up, I know that I got slammed in a car door on multiple occasions, and I kind of feel like that was like a regular fear that the car door was about mm-hmm. to slam on some part yeah. of my body at mm-hmm. any time. And I don't feel like that's happening anymore. So did something change no. with car doors? Or was it just like our family was like really had to get me? because <laughs> <laughs> we had a bunch of kids close the doors without was looking it? to see if what little Wopsle was there. But yeah, that's probably so. true. But, okay, so think about this, too. We just piled in the car and we left. 
Nowadays, you have to buckle your children. Oh. You have to make sure they have their mm-hmm. entertainment device. You have to make sure their drinks are in the cup holder and not just on the seat. You have to. So I think there's a lot more tending to the children that jump in the car than yeah. there was when you were a kid. Great call. That's great call. Yeah, that's probably the case. Yeah, there's no longer like yeah. It, before that door closes, the kid is like strapped in, bubble wrapped, like mm-hmm. has like a stadium mm-hmm. cap on with a you know with their juice. They get with in straw. first. Yeah, yeah. That's, and when we were probably, kids, yeah. mom got in, started the car, put it in drive, and then we got <laughs> started in. going slowly. And if we got in on time, <laughs> started slowly moving. Yes. We had to do a running a running entrance to the car. Yes. <laughs> well, and sometimes totally we did because we had to we had to push it so we could pop yes. the clutch. And then because <laughs> the kids were the ones pushing so, it, so you had to run and jump in. Oh my right. gosh! They were gonna be in there last. Kids got it so easy nowadays; they don't even have to push the car. We had to push cars like wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my kids are all like, oh, you know how to do so many things, mom. It's so cool. You know how to do. I'm like, I was poor. I can do it all because I had to do it all because I was poor. So that's it. That's it. Had You're not figure, poor. Had to so. figure it out. Yeah. You know, the earliest recorded doors appear in the paintings of Egyptian tombs. Mm. That's pretty interesting, right? And cool. so people have may have believed that these doors were doors to the afterlife. And that's so that's another uh, a door like you've got the door that is expanding consciousness and then you've got the door to the afterlife. And then, of course, uh, you've also got in that same world bathroom doors. Mm-hmm. Don't you feel sorry for bathroom doors, man? They ooh, they get a lot of, of traffic mm-hmm. and they have to put up with a lot of stuff. <laughs> uh, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just because when I go to the bathroom, I look at that door and I go, I'm so sorry. I see a blank canvas on an inanimate object. Oh. I don't feel sorry for that door. Are you going to paint the door? door? Are you going to paint it? <laughs> I think about, oh, I love graffiti, by the way. If you if there's graffiti on the on a inside of a bathroom stall, I will take a picture of it. <laughs> I love bathroom graffiti. Bathroom graffiti is, is nice, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good. It gives you something to do in there, you know? Mm-hmm. Sometimes well, I, it rhymes. Sometimes so you get we, a helpful I, phone I, number. I have to know. <laughs> I have to put this. I have to go in this direction. Have either of you ever created any bathroom graffiti? <laughs> and tell on yourself right now if you have. I feel like I have, but I can't recall the... Yeah, I mean, it was when I was younger. Hmm. You're not still doing it, huh? No, but I might start. <laughs> this has given me some ideas. Yeah. I wonder what would happen if, if, if Sherry and I both, every time we went into a public restroom, or even a, even a private one, I don't care, uh, we wrote Wopsle's phone number. <laughs> <laughs> well, why did you leave Wopsle out of it? He could write his own phone number. Wait, what's funny oh, yeah, that's true. Wopsle, write your phone number. <laughs> what's funny is you said every time you go into a private restroom, so you mean not the ones out in the public, but like in someone's home that you're visiting mm-hmm. just for like the afternoon, their private mm-hmm. restroom, and you're writing my phone number in there. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Tony was the only one in here, did he? Did he Sharpie some guy's phone number on the wall? <laughs> 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 I'm going to come to your house, Wopsle, and write your phone number on your bathroom wall. 
my own phone number on my wall. Yeah. Your own bathroom door. Which is good because sometimes you forget your own phone number. So that'll just, right. that's all it's really for is to try to help Wopsle remember what his phone number is. That's all it's mm-hmm. for. Uh, I, I did a bathroom graffiti one time. So I only did one time. I had a Sharpie in my pocket. I was standing there at the urinal and I had seen this done before, but this particular wall didn't have any graffiti on it. So with my Sharpie at the urinal, I wrote, of course, what are you reading the wall for? The joke is in your hand. Oh, okay. So that's pretty good. That's a sick burn. That was, uh, yeah. In the, in my college bathroom at UCO in the dorm room. And, uh, I thought it was a pretty good burn, a pretty good dorm room burn, I thought. That only works in the boys' bathroom. <laughs> right. If, you know, we'll just leave it there. Yeah, I think we should leave it there. That's yeah. yeah. That's not too off color. I think okay. you did a good job. Well, and then now anybody reading that, whether it's in the stall or the urinal, would be like, what, like my phone? Yes, of course. There's lots of jokes in my phone because that's what's in your hand <laughs> all the time. Right. And phones are full of jokes. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're a door to jokes. Phones, phones are a door to jokes. And that's deep. That's deep. Uh, <laughs> and so as usually happens. So you know what? What I just realized, what usually happens is that we don't actually re- usually review the broad topic that Sherry brings up. We end up talking about something else, and then we, and that ends up being the whole review. And that's kind of what we're doing now. Now it's all about bathroom graffiti. (laughs) And now that's what we're reviewing all of a sudden. Yep. And then we, that's my world. And and then we get to the end and we say the, the, the always muttered phrase on this podcast what are we reviewing again? (laughs) Right. Hey, I think we veered a little bit. Well, we did not stray away from the topic completely. Tony did a good job of bringing us back to doors. Thank you. Well done, Tony. Hey, I think that that's, you know, that's the responsibility of the the topic bringer. And uh, you know what's great is I just, we've been gone so long that I just now remembered that this is supposed to be a a listener-suggested topic, and it's (laughs) not. And I just now realized we didn't do it correctly. And if it had been... Oh, you know what? We're we're freewheeling it, man. The rules are gone. Also, Tone, if it had been any other topic, we could have retroactively said, thanks, somebody, but there's Mm -hmm. zero chance anyone suggested doors. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and for good reason <laughs> everyone knows that's one of us three that's an original to us three for sure that's yes. right <laughs> that's a kick the cool special right there yep. well uh yeah any other door stuff <laughs> i mean how about garage doors garage doors yeah hey you know what i think about garage doors is here is this those things go up and down and work so many times in a row for so long without making a big fuss about it, right? Just goes up and down, just works. Thousands of yep. times a garage door might work. And then one day you go out there and hit the button and it doesn't work and you're like, oh, come on, garage door? What's your problem? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, bro, what a rip. I had 2,500 in a row, solid opens and closes. <laughs> Why do you suck so you bad, garage be, door? You should be thankful for that. Rather than the time that I broke this one time. Yeah. It's a thankless job garage door is. It really is. 
<laughs> you only get noticed. You only, you only really get noticed whenever you screw up. Yep. Yep. When you're a garage door. Yeah. I, there needs to be a thing where I hit the button and my garage door opens up. My front door opens up and you know, the bathroom door opens up because it knows that I've been on a trip and I'm going to, you know, need that. A clear path to the toilet. <laughs> a clear path. <laughs> Gang. Make way. Make way. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what I think? I think that we should review. We should rate doors. I think that we should rate these doors we're talking about. Wopsle, what do you rate doors? Our first rating back from summer break. Make it Woo! a good one. Well, I'm not going to do that, probably, but I love doors. Oh. I think they're so helpful. <laughs> and I got to give doors three out of three joke portals. <laughs> That's what doors are. <laughs> really, every door is a joke portal if you think about it, not just your phone. <laughs> yeah, it's a potential joke. Right. Yes. <laughs> I could step through this door and tell a joke or receive a joke. Who knows? Okay. Well, Shishi, what do you rate doors? Well, Tone, I rate doors freaking all through to the other side. Ooh, yeah. 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 That sounded more like not not Jim Morrison. Sorry. That was my own version. Yeah, definitely. It Clem. Well, it sounded good. Clem Morrison. <laughs> Clem. <laughs> Is that a name? Is Clem a real name? Yes. Yes. There are people named Clem. Okay. <laughs> Jim and Clem. Bram. Uh, yeah, that's great. She, what's great about what you just said is that you stole my rating mm -hmm. because I was going <laughs> to totally do the doors. Ha <sighs> <sighs> ha. Okay. So instead, I have to do this. My rating of doors is. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is my best attempt at a sound of a door creaking. We didn't even we, talk about the squeaky hinges of doors. Mm -hmm. We could have talked about all the hardware. Hinges? Oh. oh, man. We could have talked about hinges for another 30 minutes. Yeah, we probably should have. Door hard Listen, door hardware Hang should on. obviously be its own topic. That's huge. That's huge. <laughs> Okay, well, that was a great topic, Tone. You got to start it off right. Thanks. All right, so let's uh, let's hear from Wopsle. Wopsle, what did you bring for us this week? Today, I want us to review something that none of us are experts in for the for the first time. Um, something that we're not experts in, and that is the the artist Fred Durst. So he Fred uh, Durst. Fred. <laughs> <laughs> I want to steal you, Fred Durst. Okay. First, let me say that I love Limp Biscuit, and I know nothing about Fred Durst. Okay. But I love Limp Biscuit. Okay. Which, you know, the implication there, listener, is that he is the lead singer of Limp Biscuit. Uh, I don't. Do you really love Limp Biscuit? Like, how many songs do you know of theirs? I A love lot. it. I, I've listened to three today that I know. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. I didn't know we were doing that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't tell me you're, we're going to review Fred Durst and not expect me to do a little research. Right. Well, before we get to you, Tone, I did hope you would at least Google and see that Instagram pic that he posted recently where he's got this kind of blonde hair and he looks kind of like 
Just he looks cool, but he does not look like Fred Durst. He he, he looks a bit like a fashionable Bobby Carmen. If, uh, <laughs> if you want to Google, wow! Oh, I just looked it up. I see it. See you see what I'm saying? He looks like yes. So that picture is what made me want to review him. But I also have many more thoughts uh, beyond that picture now. So, um, so <laughs> so Tone, what do you think about Fred Durst? <laughs> I th- I'm I'm boggled. My mind is boggled right now because. I don't know anything about this Joker, okay? <laughs> right, right. And the only thing I know is that he was in a band, and you know what's funny is Limp, Limp Biscuit has such a small, it's such, it's such a small blip on my musical radar mm-hmm. that I, I don't even, re- I wouldn't remember the name of the band. Like I know, no. I know Fred Durst was the head of some band, but was it Corn? Was it Limp Biscuit? I don't. Was it Chevelle? I don't know. I don't know. They all get mixed up. So that's what I think. Well, that's see Fred Durst like transcends Limp Biscuit to me because I think that there's so many things. Well, let, me, let me just run down a, a quick list of things about Fred Durst that I want to maybe we can unpack one at a time. First of all, oh, listen, nice. I'm not here to clown out anybody's name. People have the names that they're named, but Fred is kind of uh-huh. historically like the s- silliest name, right? Or like it's a funny name <laughs> yeah. that you call your kids like when you want them to hand you a screwdriver. Like, hey, Fred, give me that give me that wrench, right? And so Fred Durst is kind yeah. of a silly name, but, you know, okay, that's fine. But then you make a band. <laughs> and listen, guys, all of the high school, I thought I was taking crazy pills because everyone was just okay with this band that was named Limp Biscuit. Fred Durst just <laughs> sincerely made a band called Limp Biscuit, and everyone was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why well, did no I mean, one... and they, he, named, he named one of his albums Chocolate Starfish and Hot Dog Water or something like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. What are you doing, Fred? So, like, uh, here, uh, it's like... You can't just call it Limp Biscuit and everyone sign off on it like without saying, wait, have you considered not that? <laughs> have you considered anything but that? Because hey, but, why are you talking about a biscuit? Hey, but listen, I got I to gotta say this. Green Day has an album called Dookie. Yeah. And we think that's oh, yeah. fine. And I think that that came out all kind of in that same, like they were trying to be, you know, against the man or whatever. So... <laughs> Listen, trying she, to shock people. I appreciate you, but I, I think <laughs> this is about to be a a, a stand I'm going to take, I guess. I think that Dookie is cool. I think that Limp <laughs> is not cool and Biscuit is not cool. You put the two together, it's not cool squared. But I think did cool you people see how say they Dookie. spelled Biscuit? <laughs> well, <laughs> that must have been, right? That must have been the concession that he made. <laughs> Now, 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 hold on! Didn't Fred didn't didn't Fred Durst like uh, become a, uh, like a powerful uh, music executive or something? From what I read, he was a music executive, and he's also been making movies. So he's just he's, got his yeah. fingers in a lot of different things. Well, you know, like so he he didn't do it all for the nookie apparently because he was he he did it for think- advancement in his career apparently. You don't think he gets plenty of that? I'm not saying that. He he didn't, (laughs) Sherry, Sherry. He didn't. He didn't say I did most of it for the nookie. Okay. (laughs) He didn't say the the all of it. He didn't say the nookie has been a a a welcome addition to Mm -hmm. everything else. (laughs) 
<laughs> also, the nookie was pretty cool. <laughs> His uh, his priorities may have changed since he wrote that song, as they all I think do. They did, you know, as they do for all of us. Well, yeah, but she, you might be right. He might have been listening back to that song as that album went seven times platinum, so it was a pretty yeah. big song. And he might have been like, "Wait a minute, I've been doing it all just for the nookie." Like there's so many other things to pursue. <laughs> this other stuff's pretty cool too. <laughs> I like this big I'm, house. I could be a film director. <laughs> what? I don't have to limit myself to just the nookie guy. <laughs> the nookie guy. <laughs> he said. He said thirty years from now, all I'm going to be known for is being the nookie guy. <laughs> he had a he had a wake up call. He his, he he phoned in his own wake up call. From right, song. whenever he, whenever they were making the song, and then he first sang those lyrics to the band, and the band all like looked at each other, like, "Whoa, really? All, <laughs> all of it, huh. all of it. Okay." <laughs> I'm still staring at this picture. It, you're talking about the one with the red sunglasses, yes, and yes. kind of the short, baggy slacks with the crease. Like he looks cool, Down I think. The front. But he doesn't look Fred Durst cool because Fred Durst cool is like in your face, backwards red cap, monster energy drink, like mm-hmm. freaking out, right? Um, he looks cool, but he doesn't look like that guy. Um, one one more thing. While we're talking about the song Nookie too, again, I think I think what I've stumbled on. I think Fred Durst. What I think Mister Durst has done early in his career, especially, was I think he was just trolling everybody. And saying, can I take something that is decidedly uncool, but just mm-hmm. put it out there as if it's cool? And he wanted to see how many people could get on board. Because, again, Limp Biscuit to start right off the bat, the uncoolest name possible. He must have put stuff into an uncool <laughs> name generator, and that's what they sped out. <laughs> so he just went with it. And then Nookie, which I don't, you know, like calling it Nookie is not cool. But then the part where right. he says, so you can take your cookie... And mm-hmm. stick yeah. it up your like, because you remember Fred Durst was the epitome not only of cool but of like tough guy. He was the toughest. Right. right. Nobody would mess with Fred William. Uh, his name is William Frederick Durst. That's his real name. No one would mess mm-hmm. with him. But then his like tough guy like talk is you can take that cookie and stick it where the sun don't shine. <laughs> like that's not yeah, tough that's or cool my at big, all. Scary. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Ooh, watch out for that guy. It sounded a lot tougher coming out of his mouth, though. <laughs> right. He, something about ending that with stick it where the sun don't shine, where the sun right. don't shine, that's, you know, that takes a little something <laughs> right. away from the. Mm. Well, but they never said the word either. They always said, right. stick no, it they up your ah. Yeah, they yelled instead. Yeah. Ah! Stick it up your ah! So someone just did, apparently. Well, maybe, maybe that's the key to sounding cool. You can say anything as long as you yell a lot while you're saying it. That's uh-huh. right. That's the thing. Flowers. If you're I love male. The pur- I love the color pink. Ah! Ah, pink is awesome. No, but now, if, you're, uh, if you're a female and you try that, they'll just think you're crazy. So. That's right. I think that we should think that the guys are crazy, too. I think that we should apply that well, same logic tough, crazy, to the guys. Well, right, right, right. They're tough, crazy. That's yeah. acceptable. Yeah, but, but we're. I think we're now. We can look back and go. Oh, okay, he wasn't tough. Yeah, he wasn't <laughs> tough at all. Yeah. 
He was just He just didn't give a crap about any anything anybody thought. That uh, was it. I think he may have been trolling the whole time. I think he thought it was right, funny. Right. Because again, really the last thing, you know, of course he's still making music, I guess, maybe producing, but the last thing of note was that third album that they released, which was called what was it called again, she? The chocolate starfish and something and hot the hot dog, dog water. water. Yeah, like that is pretty clear that now he's just trolling everybody to call an album that when the, you're the wasn't coolest. Wasn't that a trend? I mean, yeah, I think he was, but I think everybody was. I think that was the trend. So he was just actually just jumped on the bandwagon. What year was Limp Biscuit even around? What was when were they big? Ninety mid nineties. Mid nineties. Ninety four, ninety eight. Late nineties. I think they still had stuff in like oh two, maybe was like the last somewhere around in there. I saw them in concert in two thousand three. Really? It was uh corn, it was Chevelle, it was Limp Biscuit, and Ozzy Osbourne all at one concert. It was an all day Ozfest. Yeah, right. So I saw that and when the first thing I I thought whenever I saw Fred Durst up there. Is like, huh, Fred, huh, you know, and right. then the second thing I thought, Durst, <laughs> Durst, uh, <laughs> so, but the, you know, what's funny is Fred is kind of one of those names where you can go, uh, you can, you can be anything under the sun based on what form of this name you're going to use. So if your name is Frederick, uh, you, you, you guess what? You ain't acting like Fred Durst acts. Right. No. That's no. a different dude. Uh huh. Yeah. Frederick Durst. He's, you know, and Fred, and then maybe, maybe, maybe he's called Freddie. Freddie uh-huh. is a different guy too, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Freddie's playful, lovable. A, yeah. There's a few names like that that you can go, okay, this guy could be whatever he wanted to based on how he uses that name. Mm-hmm. That's true. That, that's, that's the Very power behind point. Frederick. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Well, um, I think we've talked about Fred Durst all that we needed to, but I, I don't think that there has been the dichotomy of a human being where he's the coolest and toughest and like the epitome of all of that stuff on MTV and all that kind of stuff. And also goes around saying things like naming his album Hot Dog Water, talking about shoving <laughs> cookies up people's bums and literally naming his band Limp Biscuit. I think it's pretty wild that he did those things. <laughs> Good Go job, Fred. Go listen to Roland. That'll take you back. Go listen to Roland. Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Well, anyway. Oh, let, okay. I was like, what, that, what song is that? That was one of his. Yeah. Let's, uh, so let's rate. <laughs> so let's do this. Let's do this. Let's. Think about, you know, Limp Biscuit. you can take that into account, but we're not rating Limp Biscuit. We're rating the human being, the still mm-hmm. walking and breathing human being, Frederick, William Frederick Durst. We're going to just rate him. <laughs> we're going to straight up rate him. Um, so, okay. Shishi, you're up first. What do you rate William right. Frederick Durst? I rate Fred Durst four out of five chocolate starfishes. Oh, oh no. no! Wait, no! Wait a minute, she? <laughs> no, do you know she? what the chocolate starfish is? Yes. Oh no! <laughs> no! <laughs> oh man! Okay. We came back for this. Oh no! <laughs> man, poor That's going to be on our list of ratings forever. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> You've done, and when he comes across it, when he's Googling his name to see what people are saying about him now, he's going to say, well, she's not a fan. No, <laughs> he's going to be like, oh, she's awesome. She knows exactly what it's all about. Right. Okay. Maybe she, she loves gets chocolate it. starfish. She, she gets, gets it. it. Yeah. Okay, maybe so, maybe so. Tone, what do you rate? What do you rate the human walking, living, breathing, probably a dad by now? What do you rate Fred Durst? Well, I give him about three out of ten vanilla starfishes. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what that is. <laughs> What's funny about that is that it kind of sets Wopsle up to almost have to do a surface <laughs> joke. Now my hands are tied. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, wait. Before we go on, we should real quick. I'm going to do this in Google. Definition vanilla starfish. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What's a vanilla starfish? (laughs) Because it may be something way worse than any of us know. It might be terrible. Oh, oh well, no, I may have just have messed up. That out. Uh, yeah. Well, no, I, maybe we shouldn't Google that, and maybe we should just go on with our lives. So I am going to rate Fred Durst Patrick Starfish. One out of one. <laughs> <laughs> one, one out of one, one. Patrick Starfish. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, we did it. Oh, man. We got, we got there. through that. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> All righty. Well, that was, uh, shall we say, fun. And uh, let's let's move on. We got to pay some bills around here, so uh, we're gonna go to our five star review. Let's go. Let's go. Five star review. Well, for this week's five-star review, I'm bringing to the table False Eyelashes. False Eyelashes is sponsoring us this week. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting that fashion goes in and out of phases, you know, and we're in a phase now where um, if you can't... (laughs) How should I phrase this? If you can't take flight by batting your eyes, you're not <laughs> right? a legitimate woman <laughs> right. at all. So false eyelashes. I think that false eyelashes are one of those things where uh, most guys not only don't care, but if you really pin them down, actually don't like them. Really? I think what? it's a girl to girl thing. Mm. Is what I think. Tone, do you think, are guys liking, am am I mistaken on that? Well, the only thing is, I'm a big fan of the show RuPaul Drag Race. Mm -hmm. And so uh, drag drag queens right now are big. Uh And that is, I think, part of what is dictating fashion head into this direction. And definitely right now, false eyelashes are huge. And uh, and I've noticed myself going, 
wow, that person's really pretty. And then they take off their lashes and I go, oh, well, that changes things. I <laughs> think it really, really does. Pretty. They still are, but that makes it, it, it makes it pop. It makes their eyes pop. Mm-hmm. I'm always really scared to try them because, you know, I have a lot of, I don't know, I have a lot of eye issues. I get itchy eyes and, you know, allergies. And I also think that I might put glue in my eye. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this new thing where, and that's a legitimate concern for me. Everybody knows how clumsy I am. But they have this magnetic stuff now that you can use like as eyeliner. And then the magnet, the eyelashes are magnetic and it sticks to the eyeliner. Oh, how cool. How cool is that? That is awesome. That's wild. But could now, you see me just trying to, you know, like I'm helping a customer at the bookstore and I'm... You know, just my eyelash ends up on my cheek and I don't notice. Did you see that happening to me? I think it's best I just leave them be. (laughs) Just they're fine. They're fine the way they are. (laughs) Or I was going to say, she, you're helping a customer and all of a sudden like a paperclip from the desk flies up and hits you in the bottom eye because of your magnetic mascara. (laughs) Now, Shishi, let me ask you a question. Uh, Are we being sponsored by fake eyelashes or natural? Fake eyelashes. What what does that mean? Natural fake eyelashes. I've never heard that phrase. You're gonna have I'm, to tell me. Yeah, I'm seeing it here on the old inter interweb, and uh, it uh, apparently it's ones that um, are made from other people's eyelashes. No, I thought that's what I was afraid you were gonna Don't say. Do, no, yeah. no, not good. No, that's nope. a no. <laughs> oh, well, if no. they're sponsoring us, that better be a big check. <laughs> Because that is horrifying. Because now, are my you human donating brain. your eyelashes and just going around without eyelashes? Are you going Ooh. to a place and letting people pluck your eyelashes and then just right. going without? I will definitely sell my eyelashes if somebody wants to buy them. Are oh, you kidding? I'm so skeeved right now. <laughs> and like locks of love, like you grow out your hair and you cut off the excess and keep on growing it back. That's not how eyelashes work. No, you got. I think you got one shot, right? <laughs> right. I think you're born. No, you're born with I the eyelashes long, you have. <laughs> right. I think as long as the follicle, because it still goes. through. That's why you lose eyelashes because it still goes through the life cycle of a hair follicle. But I think when you're pulling your eyelashes out, you can damage the root, the damage the follicle when you're doing that, and so they may not grow back right. as good as they. I mean, you got to be, they better be paying top dollar for those eyelashes. Oh, I'm all about it. I got to find who wants to buy my lashes, my luxurious lashes. (laughs) (laughs) Buymylashes.com. It's just pictures of people and their lashes. (laughs) Buymylashes.com. And there is one thing, too. While I'm selling the lashes, I might as well sell the brows, too. Might as well just go all the way. Yeah. Yeah. The package deal, <laughs> yeah, if you want it. Ooh, I wonder if they could make eyelashes out of eyebrows. Like, those are little hairs. Yes. I wonder if they could just do that. Uh-huh. Little hairs that are near the eye. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yes. Buymylittlehairs.com. Also used for shelter. And if- <laughs> Buymylittlehairs.com. <laughs> Where you choose to use them, it's up to you. But you could just have these little hairs. <laughs> <laughs> So back in the day, in the 80s, um, when we, you know, were kind of in the same thing now that we were in the 80s, like everything fake was great back then, right? You had to have the big shoulder pads. You Mm -hmm. had to have the bigger the hair, the better. Yeah. And 
false eyelashes and long nails and, um, you know, like weird, we would just so much makeup that you couldn't even tell who you were anymore. Right. <laughs> so I did have some false eyelashes, but they were made of lace. And they Whoa. were so weird. Ooh. I've seen ones today that were fe- have feathers on them, and I think they had some back then in the 80s. But um, I had some that were made of lace, and I just – they were for a Halloween costume, I think, and they were terrible. I couldn't – I couldn't – I mean, my eyelid was twice as heavy going up and <laughs> yeah. down. Every time I blinked, I had to think about, I'm blinking. <laughs> I'm blinking. I need so, to be able to not see for a yeah. full three seconds while I try to uh, unblink my eyes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They, better, yeah, don't drive with those lashes. You better go one at anyway. a time. Just alternate winking so that you can always have one eye <laughs> yeah. ready to go. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, you know what? If you like your false eyelashes, but more power to you, I bet you're gorgeous with or without them. That's Just, right. You live your life, hun. You live your life. So, all right. That's going to be it for our five-star review. Thanks, false eyelashes. Thanks, Thanks false eyelashes. eyelashes. Okay, well, I get to do the last review today, and for the final review of our first podcast back from summer vacation, I am bringing the topic of jigsaw puzzles. Everybody Yay. excited! Jigsaw puzzles! Jigsaw puzzles! No, 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 no. <laughs> Oh, getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. I like that. Um, okay, so, well... Tone, what do you think about jigsaw puzzles, man? The very first thing I think of is a jigsaw killer. Wasn't there some sort of a mm-hmm. jigsaw killer? I think it was in a I, movie. I don't remember. Was that just right? in a movie? I think That's it was the, a serial killer in a movie. It's the name of the guy from Saw, but like he's the guy with like the big white mask with the uh, like pinwheels on his cheeks. That, oh, that yes. guy is jigsaw. Oh, jigsaw. the guy from yeah. Saw. Yeah, yeah the creepy guy from Saw. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was the first thing that I thought of. Go ahead. Oh, sweet. Nice. That's all. Yeah, that's all I got. There's, <laughs> there's got to be a puzzle. Jigsaw puzzles? There's got to be a puzzle of oh. him. Is there a jigsaw jigsaw puzzle? Oh, that's very meta. Uh huh. A jigsaw puzzle of jigsaw. What? <laughs> uh, Wapsle, what do you think of when you hear the words jigsaw puzzle? I love puzzles. I love them. We always have one going here. We have a puzzle table that was one of the. Uh, Things that was in our prenup whenever I got married to Amy was that we would always have a <laughs> puzzle table going in our home. Right. Um, yes. We have been working on a candy one for the past couple of weeks that she's uh, about to finish. And I told her she's not allowed to put the last piece in till we get done recording so I can come finish it with her. So we love puzzles. Oh. I love puzzles. There's on our, on our fifth wedding anniversary, which was several years ago now, we went to this uh, bed and breakfast, really nice out in the middle of nowhere. And they had a puzzle table. And uh, we put together like seven puzzles in that weekend together for our How fifth anniversary. Fun. We we love oh. puzzles. I'm a big fan, huge fan of puzzles. Well, you know when you're when I was a kid, 
I, I love doing puzzles myself, but then it seems like I always did them with the older people in my family. Mm-hmm. And so I guess it's kind of got that connotation in general that like it's a boring older person's, you know, activity. But, you know, what do you think about that? Do you think it's, do you think it's got that connotation or is that just my view? I think it does. To me, it does. Tone, does it have it, does it, have it to you too? Well, don't we kind of live in a world where anything non-digital is kind of a, a, a relic you now, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean. digital or quiet, like if you're sitting and doing something. Right. Uh, also, that's not a video also game Also, we're, we're in a world where like, you know, you want to like, accom- like, you know, all the video games have all these accomplishments now. So you can't just play a video game. You have to unlock the accomplishments in the video game. And a puzzle is mm-hmm. pretty pretty archaic in the fact that whenever you get done putting it together, you crumple it up and put it back in the box. And it's just like, yeah. I mean, I guess if you want to get down to it, that was kind of time wasted because I just crumpled it right back up. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty that's pretty counter to what you know how we how we enjoy a lot of things today too. It's about the journey. See, yes, it's the journey of putting the puzzle together. Yes. Well, I can remember. Tony, you might remember this, but Wopsle wasn't born yet. But our grandma Cornelius used to have puzzles going, and oh, you know, she yeah. let me sit on her lap and help her with puzzles. And then, yeah. um, gosh, I think that you know she used to glue her puzzles down and hang them on the wall. Mm, right, that's cool. But then, I mean, that's cool, but <laughs> <laughs> puzzles aren't—you know—they're not free. <laughs> and said that's cool. The point of puzzles is to do a puzzle. And so now she can't do that puzzle no more. Mm-hmm. So now um, I will say this: there is a there is a brand of puzzles called Puzz. Okay. Oh man, Puzz 3D. That's a 3D puzzle. <laughs> oh, we've got some 3D puzzles. Puzz 3D. Mm-hmm. I don't really like the 3D puzzles. I mean, they're fun to do, but I I don't want to have to leave them I don't know I just can't think in three dimensions I guess they're too hard yeah I'm bad at them we have some but I'm really bad at them these things are crazy I've never I didn't even know they had 3D puzzles and uh, or puzz if you will Um, but these are wild I'm seeing some pictures here and this is again this is always the best time in the podcast when I say hey I'm looking at something really interesting and everyone goes Mm -hmm. okay well yeah that sounds great. You guys can't yeah. see this, but it's really something. <laughs> it sure well, is I a puzz. It, Looks like a puzz to me. It just inspires everyone to go Google it themselves, and then they know what you're looking at. And if we were better at social media, we could post a picture of it on our social media. <laughs> this is the but point of the podcast where they media. where they pick up their phone and they pull it up to Google Puzz 3D. And they see a picture of Fred Durst and they say, why is this? Oh, yeah. 35 minutes ago on this podcast, I Googled Fred Durst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my yes. We do jump around a lot, don't we? Yeah, we yeah. do. Oh, man. I need a Fred Durst puzzle so bad. Just one of him looking all gray haired and everything. <laughs> like a current, current one. Like a current, yeah. Oh, Which yeah, aren't there aren't there things that you can make puzzles right out of any image? 
You can, I think there's companies well, that make, make them into puzzles. There are companies that will make them into puzzles. When when we had our pictures taken, you remember when we had our pictures taken with mom for her birthday, I think, or Mother's Day. It was, this was like 10 years ago. And we actually ordered a puzzle made out of the kid's picture. Um, Ooh, so like we that. have a puzzle of their faces. That's awesome. It's, yeah, it's bigger pieces. I hate big piece puzzles. I like the little pieces. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I never do it. But yeah, I want to make my own puzzles because you know I'm a do it yourself kind of person. And I would love to get one of those antique puzzle press machines mm-hmm. and glue my own picture on there and press this puzzle and I could sell them and make a million dollars. That's true, if actually. only I had an antique puzzle machine. I don't want one of the new ones. They no. sell them new, too, and they're all fancy and, you know, electric. No, I want to press it myself. Um, well, you do have scissors. So, I mean, it's a little longer time, but have you considered <laughs> just getting in there with some scissors? Yeah. Um, It's hard to cut through cardboard with scissors. Well, and also, but... But what if you just made it all, if they were all squares? Yeah. We could do that. P- square puzz. Sure, square, square puzz. puzz. Yeah, not not puzz 3D, puzz square. Puzz square. Yeah. <laughs> puzz 2D. Puzz square. 2D, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no one brags about 2D. <laughs> They're like, oh, so it's just a regular puzzle? No, 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 my pieces are all square. There's no little tabs. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, Puzz 2D. <laughs> so do we all agree that you have to do the edges first? Oh, yeah. Yeah, big time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, so after you do the edges, then what do you focus on? I I'll usually go, go the straight with, lines first. Right, right. That's a good idea. I usually try to find the, uh, the place where, like, normally there's a sky in the puzz, mm-hmm. and then there's a... You know, like a, a, a house or whatever in the puzzle, and uh, <laughs> so normally, like I try to get that line of where the 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 sky turns into the whatever it is. Mm. I start working the on horizon. that next. The horizon, if you will. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I think I usually go by colors. If there's something that's like a, a large portion of red, but there's not a lot of red elsewhere, it's like if I can just oh, get yeah. all the red pieces, then I can do that. So that's yeah, that's my strength. I do that too. I do that too. And then sometimes you have, you know, if you have a really good big puzzle, there's multiple, like there isn't one red place. There's four mm, red right. places. Yes. And then you go crazy trying to figure out. You go crazy. Go crazy. You know, I was thinking about this. Don't you feel like all of life is a jigsaw puzzle? You're just oh, putting the pieces boy. in. You're finding mm-hmm. the edges. You're filling in the picture. And then you crumple it all up at the end and put it it back in a box. Literally, we're buried in in a box. box. Right. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're a living puzz. That just came to me. That was deep. Living puzz. (laughs) We're living. (laughs) Too deep. Also, almost every single time I'm putting a puzzle together. No, not almost. Every single time I'm putting a puzzle together, I get to this point where I say, Either number one, the manufacturer made a mistake and didn't include the right pieces, or two, 
I dropped a piece and the dog ate it <laughs> right. because I know that there's oh. no way this thing is going to come together. And then usually at the end it does. That is also like life. <laughs> when you're looking at it and you're wow. saying, I... there's no way that this is how this is supposed to be going. But like, but then it is. <laughs> I like, have you, have you ever, have you ever gone to a puzzle and someone stuck a piece in where it didn't belong? Like, yes. obviously. Maggie Rose, every time. She loves doing puzzles too. That's my 17 year old for everyone who doesn't know. She loves doing puzzles, but I have to go behind her and fix everything. <laughs> she loves doing it. She's not good at it. I'm like, here, you do the fireworks part and then she'll do all of that and she'll be like, do you have any more? I can't fit any more together. And I'm like, no, sorry, that's it. And I go over there and I fit them all together (laughs) when she's left. One thing that comes to mind with jigsaw puzzles for me is uh, if you can find a, a, a set made by the same manufacturer, of course, they have the same like die cut machine, right? So I've Uh seen people on the internet purposefully get two separate puzzles but then merge them together like there's a famous one where it's a it's a steam engine but it's a horse instead have you seen that so it's like the same puzzle manufacturer which means the pieces are interchangeable so you can purposefully use like the horse pieces where the train should be so it makes like a separate what right that's pretty cool that isn't yeah that's awesome all right well i think it's time to rate jigsaw puzzles tone oh boy yeah yeah, what do you rate jigsaw puzzles? Oh boy. I want to make this I want to make this very clear. 3D is not always better than 2D. Okay? Agreed. Everybody thinks it is, right? Yeah. So I'm going to rate it 4 out no, 5 out of 5 Ooh. 2D human puzz. That's what I'm going to name it. 5 out of 5 no. 2D human puzz. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Wopsle, what do you rate Jigsaw Puzzle? Well, I love them all. Man, they're so good. They're so fun. I think about we've done like mystery puzzles where the the uh, puzzle doesn't match the box art in certain ways, but you re- you reveal the mystery by the parts that are different, right? So cool. So hard to put together because the picture isn't accurate, but like it's 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 a mystery, like like a whodunit. Um, <laughs> lots, lots of good things there, but but ultimately – I'm still stuck on that combining the two, so I'm going to have to name it uh, one out of one train horse. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> train horse! <laughs> oh, this is terrible. Oh, it's so good. Okay, well, I am going to rate Jigsaw Puzzles 2,000 out of 2,000 pieces the biggest puzzle I've ever done. It's a big one. Yeah. 2,000 out of 2,000 pieces. They are that's the bomb. One. Nice, nice. Okay. So that's going to do it for us this week. Even though we didn't do a listener suggestion this week, next week and future times we will. And we would love to have your suggestion yes. on next week's show. You can send that to us on any social media or always uh, email us at reviews at kick.cool. Um, yeah, and I've got to point out the reason, the actual real reason that we didn't record for a few weeks is because we didn't have any listener suggestions. Yep. Oh, is That's that it. why? <laughs> so you better send us some. So we'll have something to talk about next week. That's right. We can't make this show without your help. We have to have your help. <laughs> well, and uh, we also want to thank the band Bugs for letting us use the song Reviews as our theme song. Please go like their Facebook page and, uh, you know, 
go to Australia and visit the band. Go see a live show. Yeah, I got a, I got a, tri- a trip booked right now. Nice. Yeah. Um. Okay, so come visit us on our really sucky social media. You can follow us uh, <laughs> at, at Kick the Cool on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's really not that bad. I just, you know, we haven't been doing much lately, so it'll get, it'll pick up. It'll pick up. Yes. Come and post stuff for us. Do our work. Do our work for us. Okay, so till next week, I'm She. I'm Tone. And I'm Wop. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Wow, it feels crazy to say that. I know. It feels so weird. You know, after having after having taken some time off, when we come back to this, I now realize how ludicrously stupid this podcast is. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Some distance really helps you appreciate it, doesn't it? It really does. <laughs>